This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, July the 9th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Zion, Tet, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, Destroyer of the restrictions of time infractions. What's in your basket? By leading, we are the head, the top, the beginning. Now this morning, as I was meditating on the declaration for today, I was looking back through some notes that I had written quite some time ago, and I came upon one that that actually kind of surprised me a little bit because I realized how much this particular note fits with today. And it's it's about Enoch, because anytime we think about Enoch, uh, many of you may know, many of you may not know, but there is a midrash or a story that, that the Hebrew, and from a Hebrew perspective, many believe that when Enoch was taken into heaven and he was with Yahweh, that he be actually became the angel Metatron. Yes, a man became, if you will, like an angel. He's kind of hard to say because really Metatron is known as the chief of all the angels and he was really human and at least by the Midrash so hence the reason why that uh, from the Hebrew perspective Enoch is Metatron at least in the heavenly form if you will and so in that place Metatron is one of the angels that really talks about time and, and really deals with time specifically because when Enoch was in heaven, Yahweh began to show him many things about time. Believe it or not, where we get 365 days from, particularly 364.25 days, which is the reason why we have a leap year every fourth year, came from Enoch. And so if you go back and look in the books of Enoch, you'll find that that's the case. At the same time, Yahweh began to show Enoch the the movement of the sun, the moon, the stars, and the processes that they went through, and the ways that they they moved around inside of the heavens. So, in other words, Enoch was shown secrets of time and secrets of the way that the sun, the moon, the earth, the stars, and as as well as uh, the place of, of time itself and the time on the earth with the 364.25 days of the year. That's the reason why we have a leap year every fourth year to be able to make up for that day. And so as I was meditating on this, I began to look at the what I had written three years ago to three years ago now. And I was looking at one particular verse and the verse was, and Enoch walked with Yahweh and he was not for Yahweh took him. And I, I began to look because I wanted, I knew there was a mystery hidden inside of that. So I, I started digging into the Hebrew word for walked because I began to see a connection between us and Enoch in this place. And we walked with Yahweh. Dot, 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 dot. All right. So the place that Yahweh took me to was the Hebrew word for walked is the Hebrew word halak. And it's a verb that actually has what's known as a hithpael stem. Now, that's a particular type of verb that I don't want to get into today. This unique type of verb is expressed, is used to express an intense action when the focus of the verb, in this case Enoch's, actions are upon himself. In other words, Enoch walked with Yahweh 
by his own choice. So the word halak actually means to traverse, to walk about. Let me repeat that one more time, just in case you missed it. This hithpael verb, or hithpael stem for this verb, is a unique verb that is used to express an intense action when the focus of the verb's actions, in this case we're talking about Enoch, are upon himself. In other words, Enoch walked with Yahweh by his own choice. He chose to walk with Yahweh, and Yahweh took him. So in looking deeper into this, we begin to understand a little bit more about what this Hebrew word halak means. So hey talks about the returning breath of Yahweh. This is also seen as a framing letter. So in the place where Enoch was walking with Yahweh, he framed this relationship that he had with him. Yahweh, this is what I want of you. You know, and Yahweh, of course, was pining for, for Enoch as well and saying, I want to know you deeper, Enoch. And and uh, so Enoch was crying back, yes, and I want to know you more. I want to know you deeper. And so in that place, he began to frame the depth of his relationship with Yahweh. It's kind of hard to believe that we actually have the responsibility of, of, of building up. In other words, I've asked these two questions before. What do you see and how do you see it? Because in the place of how I see something, my words will frame the way that a relationship will go. If I want a deeper relationship, then my words will frame that deeper relationship. Because my words will not be cutting, will not be to tear down or to anything. In other words, it'll be, be really to build up and to, to make a connection back and forth between. So this is the framing of halak. Lamed, that's a place of learning, the place of teaching. It is also a place of leadership and strength. Michelle was pulling in this about the, particularly because of the resh, by leading we are the head, top, the beginning. So the Lamed here talks about that leadership and strength. But this is also a secret place, a place of learning Yahweh, a place of just you and him. Yesterday I talked about the universe of two and how important that universe of two is because nothing else can be in there except you and Yahweh. And you live in that place of, of just the two of you where you're completely protected. But it's also a place of then living inside of his heart and understanding his heart and really beating with his heartbeat. I only do what I see the Father do. The last Hebrew letter there is the, is the living letter Kaf. Kaf represents the palms of the hand. It also means to behold. Now, in conjunction with He, this letter really brings about the tangible evidence of what we've seen with Yahweh in that secret place. So He frames it, but Kaf, the works of my hands, begins to bring that into the earth and then form it into the earth. And it brings it into the moment of now. It brings it into right at this moment. It's not in the past. It's not in the future. It's right now. And so as we look into the mirror of Yahweh, we, we see the reflection of him in us and us in him. And it's in this place that we become him in the earth. So you see, Halak, it's talking about this place of walking and talking with Yahweh in the cool of the day. And, and we become him. You see, the story goes with, with Enoch that he began to, to take uh, a day away and spend time with Yahweh and then come back and talk to the people that, that wanted to hear what Yahweh was saying. And then he started going for longer, for a week, for a month. 
And then towards the towards right before Yahweh took him, he was being gone for a year, spending time with nothing but Yahweh in this time. And then coming back and power packing these these messages to the people that wanted to hear in a in a one one big huge blast because there was so much that Yahweh was given him in that period of time that he was learning how to be able to to direct something very quickly, very succinctly, and very understandably. And so it's a beautiful place of really the Zadok priesthood. This to me sounds and and really screams of the place of the Zadok priesthood, even though Zadok had not been born at this point. Because Enoch looked to the face of the father, heard what the father was saying, and then told the people. He also wrote books in the midst of all of this. So, you know, really today, in talking about this Zion, Tet, and Resh, the destroyer of the restrictions of time and fractions, in understanding that Yahweh only operates in this moment of now, that he is beyond time. If I am in him and he is in me, am I not also beyond time? If I choose to look at it that way, Halak says that if I'm able to see beyond, I'm able to frame the way that my relationship goes. And if I see myself as beyond time because I'm in him and he's in me, I too am beyond time. And so in that place, I can stand and establish the moment of now and then bring into existence what's in your basket. What do you, what are you placing in your basket? When you know that there is no time, what would you put in your basket? <laughs>